Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Working our way through our offseason positional power rankings, and I think what more appropriate day to do safeties than the day after Minka Fitzpatrick signed his contract extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Promise you he will show up on both of our top 10 lists. It's just a matter of where on those top 10 lists that is yet to be determined. Uh, There's, you know, a ton of safeties in the NFL, Mm -hmm. so it's a very tough list to go through. So apologies if your, you know, favorite player might not be on our list. Some guys that didn't make mine, some guys that are on my honorable mention that, you know, might... Get some groans from people. Uh, Marcus May of the Jets now. Uh, Devin McCourty from the Patriots uh, did not make it onto my list. Buda Baker did not make it onto my list just yet. He's probably right outside, though. Probably right on the outside looking in. Um, yeah, so those are a couple guys that was probably right there that were tough to leave off. But, again, it's it's a tough, tough field to pick through, and there's a, a lot of good safety play in the NFL. For Minka to be the king as far as money is concerned, that's a – Hell of an accomplishment because it is a position that is not lacking of of talented star level players around the league. I got uh, just off of my list. I got uh, Antoine Winfield out of Tampa Bay. And I got Harrison Smith in Minnesota. That's a bold one, Harrison Smith. Yeah, I know he's with, good. Remember when we I know he's def- good. Remember when we did defensive lineman and we put Fletcher Cox in there and we were like, he's just been always so great. And Fletcher Cox is a different level of great than Harrison Smith, but Harrison Smith, I feel like, is the that 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 old man around the block when it comes to safeties. And he's that guy that's he's been, been around there, done that, and you know, I get it. a bit of a veteran presence when it comes to these lists. Uh, kicking things off at number ten for me is sure. a guy that it's a little bit odd. He didn't record a single one of these statistics last year. But the year prior, he had nine and a half sacks. He had six and a half sacks in 2019. That's Jamal Adams, the Jet that went to Seattle. Jamal Adams, I also left off on my list. You didn't have him on your list, but probably on your honorable mention, right? I mean, yeah. But he is unique as far as he's almost he like is. a linebacker playing. Well, yeah, safety. didn't he have double digit sacks a year ago? Nine and a half. He, had he nine almost half, got nine there. Nine yeah. yeah. It was like the highest the safety's gotten in a long time. Mm-hmm. Interesting that he played. But that was also a year ago. This wasn't this past year. He played in 12 games last year, though, and didn't record a single sack. So do with it that that what you may. He did have two interceptions last year, though, which is a career high for Jamal Adams. So still a playmaker. Whether you, know, you want to criticize him for not being maybe a prototypical safety, that's fine. But I kind of like his little hybrid style of play that leans more towards stopping the run, being that linebacker maybe getting after the quarterback more than most safeties. So, hmm. uh, And I think he can still make an interception or two when he has to. He's proven that. So 
I think Jamal Adams in Seattle, you know, I think he was the highest paid safety before Minka uh-huh. and is number two now. I don't know if he's really that good, but I think he's still a deserving the top fact, 10. The fact that he's top 10 and on my honorable mention list, I'm pretty sure there are some people in Seattle saying, was it really worth it to pay him all that money? Probably not. If two years after that deal went through, he's already borderline top 10. But you can't really blame them for, I guess, taking that risk because look at the trajectory he was on. Sure. Uh, AP All-Pro in second year in the league in 2018, first team All-Pro in 2019, and then in 2020, his first year in Seattle, he was an All-Pro, a second team mm-hmm. All-Pro. So uh, I can't really blame them because he looks like he had next, and he's also only 27 years old heading into this season. So there's still a very potentially bright future in front of Jamal Adams. Give me your number 10. My number 10, I got... Familiar foe to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got Jesse Bates coming in. Got him a little higher on my list. A little bit higher? Okay, well, I think now he's been in the league, and he had his first year of his career where he didn't have more than one interception this year. He's still doing a lot of damage in the secondary, but still the the interceptions were down, the pass deflections were down, but I think it's fair to say he's the veteran leader on that very young Cincinnati defense. I like to see what he can do now with a Super Bowl hangover. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that after a down year, after a solid three consistent years, he's still someone who I hold in high regard. But I want to see him kind of get back into it and and elevate the rest of the defense around him. Yeah, and I I think that you know he's got help. Obviously, I think Von sure. Bell is a right is a very good a good running mate that he has there in Cincinnati. So I I have no qualms with you putting Jesse Bates there. And like I said, I'll get to him in a little bit. Number nine for me is Adrian Amos, the safety out of oh, Green Bay. I left him off. My list. He's very underrated. I'm not surprised that you left him off your list. Um, someone that doesn't get any credit at all in that Green Bay defense, who is few and far between players that get credit on that defense. But you want to talk about a guy who never leaves the field. He hasn't missed a game since 2017. Uh, since becoming a Green Bay Packer after spending four years with the Chicago Bears, he has not missed a single snap. Or uh, shouldn't say that. He has not missed a single game for the Packers. Uh, he's gotten at least two interceptions in every single one of his season as a Green Bay Packer. Uh, he had eight passes defended last year, uh, nine the year prior to that. So he, he's he's always one of the more impactful safeties in this league and a guy that I just don't think gets as much shine as he probably should. Um, but it's hard to get any shine away from Aaron Rodgers when you're in Green Bay, no matter what side of the ball you play on. Great point. Great point. Yeah, definitely someone who flies under the radar because I did not have him on my top 10, nor in my honorable mentions, but someone who I did have in my top 10 coming in at number nine for me, Jordan Poyer. Someone from who- Buffalo. So Buffalo now, so now that I think of it, I believe Buffalo is the only team on my list that has two players on my top 10 because I also have, actually right ahead of him, Micah Hyde. He comes in at your number seven. At my number eight. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Jesse Bates is my number eight. So go ahead and tell me about your two Buffalo Bills from nine and eight. Okay, so I don't think it's unfair to leave off either of these guys. Both of them made the all-pro team this year. Both of them, I think, are continuing to grow in Buffalo, both of them very young. Why did I have Jordan Poyer below Micah Hyde? I think Micah Hyde, when he came over from Green Bay, is kind of what elevated that defense from really good to great. And I know Jordan Poyer had been there before, but I do think that 
Sorry, I was about to say Jesse Bates, someone I just talked about. I do think that Micah Hyde is the leader, and I like to, you know, this is a top 10 list. There's a lot of factors that go into this thing. So I want to give Micah Hyde a little bit more credit for being that X factor on that secondary. Now, we know they lost uh, a cornerback, a, a member of their secondary, Levi Wallace, to Pittsburgh, but I still think that Buffalo is going to be very happy having st- remained with both Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Yeah, they've got a great tandem there in Buffalo. Uh, no question about that. Do you uh, also have Micah Hyde on your list? Or no, do you have either of these guys? I these guys on really? my list. Nope, okay. didn't put either of them on this list. Maybe I forgot about them, but I'm never going to tell you that. <laughs> Number eight for me, like I said, was Jesse Bates. Uh, all the things that you said ring true about him. I think he's an absolute playmaker in the making in that Cincinnati defense. Uh, someone that they can definitely build around as far as an identity guy on that defense. Um, he's so young. He's going to be 25 years old heading into this season, and and I'd argue he's coming off of maybe uh, a little bit of a regression from last couple of years in his career where he was a second-team All-Pro in 2020. But I, I think that in the NFL there can be a little hiccup year four or five years down the road, and it's a big deal about how they respond to it. Sure. So I'm going to be interested to see how Jesse Bates responds to it. He's had three interceptions in every single one of his seasons except, except for, for this last year, year yeah, where right. he only had one. So. Track record tells me he'd probably trend more towards getting three interceptions or more this year than just the one he had last year. So I think he'll bounce back. You got number seven. Honey Badger. Oh, so do I. There you go. I got Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, at number seven. Another one of the elder statesmen, really, when you think about these lists. Uh, A guy who's been around the block for a while. guy who kind of floated in the wind for a little bit when it came to free agency this past year. Um, that Kansas City defense last year would have been lost without Chris Jones up front and Honey Badger in the back end. They were really the only two players that made any kind of plays for them. Uh, Honey Badger having three interceptions. Uh, he scored a touchdown. Um, he made the Pro Bowl. He had a sack. He had six passes defended. I mean, he had 60 tackles solo, 76 total. A guy was all over the field for, for the Kansas City Chiefs. And obviously the year prior to that, six interceptions, first-team All-Pro the two years prior than that, uh, this guy's just been an absolute stud. It's hard to believe that he spent a year in Houston, right? Like, you forget about that. Honestly, I completely forgot about it. Between Arizona and, and Kansas City, and Kansas City right. in Houston. No, I completely forgot about it. Yeah, the forgotten year. He still had two interceptions that year, and he played every single game. And that's the other thing, too. He played every single game. Like, he was out there in a Texas There's no reason for Sunday. us to have forgotten about it. It's crazy, and but... What, what year was that that he played 2018. for 2018. So that was a... Probably a playoff team, right? Was that right around before there, Deshaun yeah. Watson got there? I think it was right around his rise to the start. No, it of had to be right game. after because Deshaun Watson came in the same year that Patrick Mahomes did, and Deshaun Watson played his entire rookie year. Yeah, I know. I think they were both there at the same time. Yeah, so it could not Could've... have been a bad team, right? But then he goes to Kansas City the the following year after that, and he's been a star there. Now he comes home, little homecoming for his age 30 season in New Orleans. You could uh, maybe find some criticism with him being 30 years old, but I think he is a top-tier safety in this league still to this day. So I have no problems. I didn't flinch at all putting Honey Badger at number seven. Nor did I. I, I, For all the reasons you said, I'm just going to be interested, Tom, to see how he performs with New Orleans. Maybe it's good for him because, as you said, that that Kansas City defense was essentially a two-man show between – Chris Jones and Tyra Matthew. Now he's going to a defense that has a little more, more, a little bit more pieces than the one that he left in Kansas City. It's going to be different. They have a new head coach who's a defensive-minded guy. He was their defensive coordinator for the past couple of years before Sean Payton retired. So we'll see how he does. But 
wouldn't shock me if he does just as well, if not better, in New Orleans. Number six on my list is someone that you had on your honorable mention, Harrison Smith from Minnesota. Oh, wow, really high. I think he's great still. Yeah. And just be and on, honestly, the only reason I put him on this list is because he broke up that pass fr- against Pat Fryermuth in the uh, Steelers game last year. The only year. reason you put him on the list at all, or the reason you put, him on, reason put him on this list at number six at all, just okay. at all, is that he broke it. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, <laughs> he did only have one interception last year. He had three sacks. He made the Pro Bowl though last year, which would have been his sixth honor being elected to the Pro Bowl. He's been a first-team All-Pro once, been on the second team as well uh, once before. He finished as high as fourth in Defensive Player of the Year. That was back in 2016, though. So, obviously, he is the eldest statesman of anybody Mm -hmm. on this list. He's going to be 33 years old, so maybe that table is dropping off a little bit. But I still give him a lot of credit. Uh, A guy who's been on the same team his entire career with the Minnesota Vikings, I don't uh, see that changing anytime soon as he's still probably their most impactful player on that defensive side of the ball. Definitely in their secondary, you could argue Daniel Hunter might be a little bit more impactful, but he does his Possibly. damage up front. But I think they make a great tandem, and I still think he's a very great safety right outside of my top five. You got to give him credit for that passive election against Patty Fry. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, right? I was kidding, but yeah, that's... And it was a big play. It was a yeah, game-winning game, play. Game. It was a game-winning play. There's a game-winning play on his credit. That Trust me, I, I don't disrespect Harrison Smith at all. I just think... Sounds like you do. I don't. It's just, you know what? And maybe I should do it more because I was saying how cornerbacks and safeties <laughs> really rely on their youth, right? They kind of hit that ceiling a little bit higher than certain other defensive positions. And the fact that he's been around for this long and still pr- competing at an all-pro or Pro Bowl level should... Maybe he should be given more credit, but I'm sorry, Harrison Smith. Didn't leave you off, or didn't put you in mine, but I, I did mention you in my honorable mentions. So there you go. My number six guy, I got Buda Baker out of Arizona. Mm. Buda Baker coming off of a second team all pro, second time he's made an all pro team. He made the first team all pro the year prior. But honestly, Tom, on paper, he had a better year this year than he did last year. He came up with more passes deflected. Uh, He had more interceptions this year. And he played all 17 games compared to last year where he missed the game. So it's an extra long schedule this past year. And he played every single one compared to when he was only playing 16 games the year before and he missed one. So we know that he's incredibly athletic. It's just, can, can Arizona do something with him, surrounding him, surrounding him and and J.J. Watt now that they lost Chandler Jones. Yeah, he'll just forever be typecast, though, as the guy who got hauled down by D.K. Metcalf in that one amazing play. Remember that? Yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah, He'll forever be that guy. But isn't it it great? You and I have have had this conversation. I think it's great when a player is remembered for a play for their career that's a non-scoring play. Right. Obviously, there are guys like San Antonio Holmes, Franco Harris, who are remembered. But we talked a lot about Ben being remembered for the tackle. And I think Buda Baker will be. I mean, now it's going to be in DK Metcalf's favor. But still, that was a great play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Starting the top five, I have a shiny new toy from one of the Pittsburgh Steelers' biggest rival, 
the Baltimore Ravens and Marcus Williams. Oh, big, I also have him at number five. Big free agent Check signing this offseason. It's interesting to me that he's never been a pro bowler and he's never been on either the AP first or AP second team. I bet you one of those boxes gets checked this year. I think he's going to have maybe his best season in what's already been a very solid um, five-year career in New Orleans for him now that he's in Baltimore. I think not that he was in a bad secondary in New Orleans. I mean, you've got Marcus Lattimore on the outside. They, they had playmakers in that secondary. He's in a better one in, in Baltimore if they stay healthy. And I think his playmaking numbers can go up, and I think that he's going to be able to be a little bit more free as far as his play is concerned. Um, he's never had less than two interceptions so far in his career. Uh, he scored a touchdown a couple years back. Uh, he's just a, a really good player that has flown under the radar, I think, in New Orleans, but I think he's going to jump all over everybody's radar in his first season in Baltimore. And Baltimore put a lot of money into him, too. A lot more money than the New Orleans Saints did to to bring in the guy that they replaced him with. Honey Badger, yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I Like I said, I have him in number five, and it really it scares me how good that secondary can be in, in Baltimore. Right, you finally they have to stay healthy, though. You, as you mentioned, you 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 let off this conversation with a rival to the Steelers, and that very well could be a huge issue for the Steelers. You finally, in your first year, have a young quarterback. Right, not to say that Ben has been bad for years and years, but the last two years he obviously struggled with precision and and deep ball movement. But now you have two guys who can do that for you, and not only that, but. You, you, people could have said maybe, oh, well, you should have gone out and got a younger guy last year because Ben was obviously not having it. When both Marcus Peters and uh, Marlon Humphrey were both out. But now they're both back, and they have Marcus Williams playing alongside of them. I really have a fear, Tom, that even though the Steelers have had the, the Ravens number the last two years, remember they are on a four-game winning streak against this team, that could change this year just because of how good that secondary is. Number four on my list, I've got someone that I think, if injuries weren't such a big Ooh. problem for him, would be number one. Okay. I think he could be the best safety in the NFL. I got him at number three, so right around there. Derwin James checking in at number um, four for me. Uh, he played every single game as a rookie. He had three interceptions. He had three and a half sacks. He was such an impactful player that... He didn't win Defensive Rookie of the Year that year, but he was named to the first-team All-Pro team for all of the NFL mm-hmm. as a rookie. So what an incredible start. Next year, plays five games, gets hurt. Next year, blows out his ACL before the, te- the season even starts. Misses the entire 2020 season. Then he comes back, changes his number to number three. Maybe that had a little bit of uh, you know new mojo to it. Plays in 15 of 16 games last year for the Chargers. Has two interceptions. Makes the Pro Bowl. Didn't get an AP uh, All-Pro nod, but was the third uh, in the voting as far as comeback player of the year was concerned. But, you know, I think that that was just him getting his feet wet again after missing a year and over half uh, of football for the past two seasons uh, due to injury. Uh, Able to play a relatively full season probably felt good to get that under his belt. Fully expect him to come out and be that AP All-Pro first-team guy we've seen before. And he's only 26. Like, I feel like this guy's been around a lot longer than that just because of all the injury problems, but he's still got a lot of career ahead of him. If he has played his entire career healthy, do you think he's a four-time All-Pro, maybe not four-time first-teamer, but four-timer, at least All-Pro second-team? And I wouldn't be surprised if he had sniffed around a depoy at this point. Yeah, I think maybe. he's the best safety in football, just talent-wise. You got to hope for the for the 
for the sanctity of the game, right, you don't want to wish injury upon anyone. So you got to hope that this kid can stay healthy because, as you said, his two seasons that he's played fully healthy, he's clearly one of the best, if not the best, if he's in the game. I had him at number three for that reason. My number four guy I had is Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons, wow. On your list? Yeah, of course he's on my list, but higher. At number three or number two? Not at number three. Wow, number two. Maybe. He might be number one. Oh, okay. I got Justin Simmons in my number four spot. This is someone who we anticipate could be the next guy to surpass Minka Fitzpatrick in his pursuit to become the highest paid safety in the game, possibly even highest paid uh, defensive player in the game. Uh, we know he made the Pro Bowl this past year. I don't, I don't see this guy slowing down at all. I think when you talk about Denver, we know that they won their last Super Bowl on defense, and we know that they just made the acquisition to get Russell Wilson. But we really credit their defense a lot, right? We think with the addition, with the hopeful return of excuse me, Bradley Chubb, that combo of Justin Simmons and Bradley Chubb can lead that defense. And Justin Simmons this past year, just giving you the numbers real quickly, had five interceptions uh, and had 12, a career uh, second best of his career um, for passes deflected. The guy is everywhere. I mean, he's obviously making a name for himself, and he's still the same argument you made for, for Derwin James. He's very young. Yes, very young. Uh, so number three is Derwin James for you. Number three for me is Kevin Byard from Tennessee. Ooh, I have him also yet to be discussed. First team All-Pro mm-hmm. last year, uh, Pro Bowler. Uh, that's the second time he's had those honors. 2017, he was the same, first team All-Pro in a Pro Bowl. He had eight interceptions in 2017. That's very impressive. Uh, five last year, though, almost just as impressive. With a touchdown to boot, he had a sack. He had 13 passes defended, which was towards the top as far as all of safeties were concerned in the league. Yeah, I think he's one of the better impact players in football and one of the bigger you know, splash play creators in football. And Tennessee's lucky to have him. Uh, that defense has gotten better and better uh, over the past couple years. They put a lot of money in that defense. They needed to start getting to the, the quarterback more. And they did that successfully this past year. Uh, they got nine sacks against Joe Burrow in a playoff game, but they still mm-hmm. lost. But it wasn't their fault that they they lost. So defense is getting better and better in Tennessee, and Byard's kind of been at the heart of it for a long time, even when it wasn't as good as it is right now on all levels. And and he's been a rock for them. And and you got to be honest, like when you look at you know he's been there since 2016, and he's first team All Pro twice. Uh, he's had an eight interception season, like. If you're a Tennessee Titan fan, like he's got to be one of your favorite players approaching all time status, right? Like, especially defensively. Especially defensively, like, I Javon think they Kirsch have a lot of, that I think of defensively. Like, I think right they now. have a lot of offensive guys like Stephen there probably Daddy highlights George, that list, obviously. yeah. But for sure, defense. And it's kind of sneaky, right? Like it's kind of a quiet, like because he's it's it's so recent, right? I mean, Derrick Henry has made more of a splash, and that's easier to do when you're yes. an offensive player. But Bayard's been just as consistent on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I don't know where they would have been the past couple of years as they've. No, could you imagine only having him. only having um, really Derrick Henry to lead your entire team and not having Kevin Bayard to kind of shore up the defensive side of the ball? I couldn't. I don't think that it would go well. <laughs> just my personal opinion. So your number three was obviously my Derwin number James. three was Derwin James. My number two was Kevin Bayard. Your number two was Justin Simmons. My number two was Justin Simmons from Denver. Uh, again, I think he could be 
one of the best uh, in football. Uh, if not, he is the best in football in some people's mind. By the end of this year, he very well could be. Uh, five picks the past two seasons. Uh, second team All-Pro last year. He's only been a second team All-Pro. He's never cracked that first team All-Pro list. Uh, 29 years old. He's been in Denver for a minute now. Uh, the leader of that defense for sure in Denver. And yeah, nothing much more you could say about him other than he's just an all-around uh, freak player that is super impactful in that defense. And they're going to ask a lot of him now this year as they have a lot of aspirations in Denver for success this year. Absolutely. And I guess that just leaves us with our number one guy. Who do you have? I have Minka Fitzpatrick. I have Minka Fitzpatrick. You aren't going to put Minka Fitzpatrick. No, that's not one. true. That's true, and I talked you out Tom of it. Tom is throwing me under the bus here. Yeah, you had Minka at number 10, you said. I actually list. had him as my honorable mention. Yeah, you didn't even remember him whenever you did the list. But, yeah, it's Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, past three years, he's been on the first-team All-Pro two times. Uh, he had a streak going when he became a Pittsburgh Steeler where he literally was never not being voted to the first-team All-Pro as a Pittsburgh Steeler. He already has four of those to his uh, name in just one, two, three, four years of playing football. Oh, sorry, three of them. Yeah. The way that Pro Football Reference splits up the Steelers Miami and Dolphins and here yeah, as yeah. one shared, but he got that one in Pittsburgh. Uh, so it's, it's really incredible. He has... Uh, an amazing track record early in his career. And you know what, Tom? I don't blame him, specifically him, for not making the first team all it's pro. two team all pros, too. This this football reference is crazy. They have four of them listed. It's only <laughs> two of them. I don't have... I don't I don't put any blame on Minka Fitzpatrick's shoulders for not making the first team all pro. It's hard to be a, a first team all pro or even second team all pro when there are four members, really five members of a secondary... And one of them is asked to do way too much. Not just cover for all the cornerbacks or or really just be the safety insurance for the other safety, but when he's getting involved in the run game, I mean you can't you can't say he's not a first team all pro because he's doing so much else because of the rest of the defense really struggled last year. Like I said, hundred and twenty four tackles last year. Like I said, you can't you can't blame a defense for their overall performance. You can't blame two guys for the defense's overall performance when the other nine aren't playing. Absolutely not. And I bet Minka gets the first team All Pro this year. When TJ Watt got his big contract extension for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he followed it up with a record-setting performance uh, the next season. I don't want to put that much pressure on Minka and say he's going to break some kind of record. But you wouldn't be surprised if even now, even with would a, break, even but... with a better defense around him. You wouldn't be surprised if he could somehow elevate his game to another level. Doesn't have to be deep boy, doesn't have to be record setting, but to elevate it. I think he's gonna be first team all pro, second team all pro at the very worst this year. I think we're gonna get that kind of performance out of Minka Fitzpatrick. That'll do it for our top ten list of safeties, and that'll do it for another edition of the Steelers Standard. Damn, we're good at this thing. Thanks as always for giving us a listen. We really appreciate that. Uh, We'll be back again next week with some more fresh content and obviously some more power rankings on the defensive side of the ball. So we look forward to chatting to you guys then. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 